0: I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. Suck in the guts, guys, with the Ghostbusters. I am the one who knocks.
1: My dark passenger.
0: It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> Don't call me Junior. <laughs>
1: I certainly
0: hope this little incident hasn't put you off the Miss. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Hi everyone, welcome to Talking Geek, episode 5. We're the podcast that talks about movies, comics, pretty much anything and everything, all things geek. I'm Cal. I'm JB. So today I think we're going to talk about... The summer movies that we've seen, the spring summer movies that we've seen so far.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a busy spring and summer.
0: It actually has been. already. We's,
1: we've seen quite a few movies. I think there's there's plenty more still to go throughout the rest of the summer. Lots of blockbusters.
0: Yeah, so. this is going to be the spring summer movies podcast episode one, and we'll have a second one towards the towards the end of the the movie going summer. Although I th- our 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 summer will be cut short. Yeah. Because of the upcoming baby, so. So you're due in July, so that means.
1: So we're gonna have some more
0: May movies and some
1: June movies, and that may be it for us. So I'm although, not sure what we'll miss in June, July. Although or in July and August, we'll although you go out.
0: late, then we could then we saw the the July movies. Yeah, I mean, we still have at least three or four movies to go. And there wasn't much that we wanted that I remember looking at the list. I think After Earth is in August, and I kind of want to see that. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: And the good TV is starting. I mean, Dexter starts June 30th, and then Breaking Bad starts in the beginning of August, so we'll have TV to discuss. Too. Yeah, we'll have
0: to have some TV episodes to yep. talk about those, because I cannot wait until Dexter and, yeah. and Breaking Bad. That reminds was... you,
1: did you see the, the latest Dexter poster, or like, little teaser image that came out? No. It's got uh, Dexter on a, uh, kind of like a slab, and he's... Um, the typical, uh, you know, the saran wrap or whatever he's saran wrapped to the table, and Deb is like standing over him in really hot heels oh, really? too. Yeah, she's she doesn't mm. have any any I'll knives it or it guns out. or anything, which she's just kind of like standing over him, and he's he's saran to the table. So it's an interesting interesting image. You should check it out.
0: I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So well, you, you you said there's a teaser that went along with it. Like uh... there is
1: a trailer. I didn't watch it though because I didn't want to get you know anything spoiled and i'm gonna guess that it's all footage from the previous season anyway i doubt there's any new that's footage usually to it, the, that's a lot but, of times
0: how the extra trailers are but i haven't watched it so yeah all the tv's wrapping up now the office finale just wrapped up so actually let's take some time and talk about the office finale because we hadn't really talked about that yet so what did you think
1: um you know the the special was pretty good i did i liked watching the special and then the finale itself i thought it was a little ballsy to set the finale um ahead six months well it wasn't really ballsy
0: because they didn't have to they they it wasn't like they had to worry about how do we write ourselves out of whatever we wrote or whatever we did yeah i mean they They were just so
1: dependent on the the coming out of that documentary that that they were just like all right we're gonna skip in time now and be like here we are
0: there's a couple things i think the overall the finale was good i think yeah i don't know why i didn't like that kevin got fired just because he was dumb throughout the whole uh, the whole show then then in the last episode it got realized like that he got like yeah that, it was kind of weird that dwight just realized you know you haven't been a good job. employee so that you're fired and i don't know it was kind of always a running gag at how yeah. bad he was at his job and then he just kept his job i liked the um i liked all the wedding stuff and then all the stuff up in the office i really didn't care about the documentary stuff that was no, the beginning no i
1: didn't i like how they wrapped up Pam's arc because I didn't, I had never thought of the series as being about, you know, it wasn't, it was never just about Pam.
0: How do they wrap up her art? But what was
1: that? with her in the interview room where she was talking about how um, she wanted other women to learn from her and learn from her mistakes and that, how she wasn't really happy, but she didn't realize that she wasn't oh, happy. Oh, yeah. You know, she's finally learned to, to make herself happy and to do what she needs to. And, you know, that's good because uh, then they, they showed clips going back all the way from season one and that became more evident that, yeah, that. That is how Pam was.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the whole documentary thing as a whole. Like, I know that's what the the show's original premise was, and I know that's what the British version was. I know that they had a—it yeah. It didn't take nine years or whatever, but I know that they had a point where they, um, in the British version, saw their documentary actually aired mm-hmm. and they watched it. But, I don't know, I got so used to just year after year—I mean, other than the pilot— and they never they don't really talk to the Yeah,
1: up until recently they didn't really reference it. So, I mean, there was always those little one-off interviews in the in the side office, but
0: yeah, aside so, from that. So I was never really huge on the, the the documentary stuff anyways. Yeah. So I don't know. I anything that were it directly re- um, related to the documentary, I wasn't I don't know. I, I didn't care as much.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I, I mean, I think they are could did a good job overall of wrapping up what happened to the characters and where they were going and what they were doing. Like, I was happy Stanley retired. Uh, yeah. yeah Cre- Creed's, Creed's wrap-up was funny. I think it was funny that they said that Meredith was in school this whole time, that she was uh, incorrectly portrayed. That just made me laugh because it was kind of like a, a play on what they say about a lot of reality shows that people are completely misportrayed. So yeah, well, I thought that was I, funny. I, not I, not I, believable, I, but funny. I thought it
0: was funny, but then if you go back and rewatch those episodes, then, you're a, then you... It kind of puts a whole new context on that. Yeah, and I don't know. Well, not... I could,
1: but I mean, she did some really stupid stuff. I mean, yeah.
0: Well, I always thought that they, especially towards the last couple of seasons, they just were taking her character over the top, anyways. Well, so yeah. now they tried to justify a reason for it. Where I didn't really. I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's 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 interesting to show that she recognizes that she was out of control for mm-hmm. a few years. But I mean, she said it was, you know, just as she said, it's like I was in college.
1: Well, I mean, that's what happens to characters in general when a show has been on the air for that many years they tend to become shells and hyperbole of the original characters that they started off as Mm -hmm. um except for i think it's a rare occasion you get a really well-written show that that doesn't happen to you but i think sitcoms especially fall victim to that where after a while they they start having the same tropes over and over again and then the characters just become you know hyperboles of what they started off as i think uh two and a half men is a big example of that yeah yeah we just character of alan
0: yeah, that whole show is what's, – what's interesting is I – the only – I actually do f- don't mind Ashton Kutcher's character. It's Alan yeah. and – it's Alan and Jake that are annoying, and they're mm-hmm. the original character, and so it's like, I don't mind. Well, it's mind.
1: because Ashton Kutcher's character is still being explored.
0: Yeah, and he's not just a caricature of – Right. Like, he's, I feel like he's an actual character where Alan is just – he's a one-note individual. Yeah. Like, yeah. they don't do anything with him anymore, and – same same with jake like alan yeah. or um walden's the only like actual person that i believe is a person yeah. where i mean they I can't have imagine...
1: opportunity for alan to grow and how alan, alan to become like an actual person i mean there's mm-hmm. there's things that they could do to that character and maybe they're not doing it because the show must go on the show has to continue and if you make alan grow and you make alan become this this adult that he finally needs to become the show is done
0: yeah yeah that's so
1: true. i imagine that's why they're perpetuating it and it got it. renewed
0: for another season so
1: yeah it...
0: but going back to the office i think that michael scott you know steve Crow coming back was done exceptionally well like, i completely he, agree he didn't he didn't like steal the show he came back at first he didn't he really didn't even say much at all he was just there he was yeah. dwight's best man and then he had that you know the scene when he where he showed pam pictures of the kids on his phone and that was funny and touching and sweet, which is you know what you get from Michael, and then also the scene where he recognize like it's that funny scene where he turns to the camera, like the only time where he actually turns to the camera and talks when he mentions that you know it's like all my kids are grown up and married each other because Jim <laughs> and Pam got together and you know Dwight and, Dwight and Angela, and so that was funny. I, I thought it was just the, the perfect and the right the perfect amount of, of I Steve Carell. Agree. So,
1: and I'm happy that they had Steve Carell back because. I felt like there's still a little bit more that they needed to wrap up with his character. I'm glad he came back. I the I, way he left to go be with Holly. I I wanted him to be with Holly, but I wanted him to to be. I, I wanted it to a... be for sure that he was going to be with Holly. I wanted him him to have kids. That's we always wanted. I wanted that like loneliness factor to be 100% gone.
0: I thought it was a pretty perfect ending the way that he left before. I, I so I didn't feel like he needed to come back. Like I in my head I just. Uh, it, I didn't need to have it spelled out whether they because in my mind they did you know start a family and things worked out for yeah, them. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: say it was a cliffhanger. I I do think he left the show gracefully and but, it, it was a well written episode. But I still wanted that little bit of wrap up, and I, I think was, what they did was perfect. I,
0: no, I I agree. I agree what they did was perfect. But I was indifferent to if he came back. And actually, I I if you would have asked me before the show had aired, I probably would have assumed if they bring him back, it's gonna be kind of dumb but it wasn't mm-hmm. they, they, they they did, did a really good well. job.
1: Yeah, I mean the only character that I really have had problems with from the start was Andy. And, oh, you mean this season? Yeah, just in general, like well on well, the last like two or three seasons I I have just really... last
0: season this season and it's it's mostly just the writing I think yeah. that because um so Ed Helms is playing he the role. It isn't that I don't like Ed Helms just I feel like they didn't know what to do with Andy and they wrote him and they had a you know, they were kind of stuck, and they had to write a reason why he left to go film Hangover 3, so he was yeah. like out of the boat, and then he comes back. And I feel like the, my biggest problem is that they just made him a douche all season. They
1: did, and I mean his, just... his mood swings were just crazy. I mean, he, I he just... started off, like, when he when he first got the position as an office manager, he started off as being kind of like the scared, shy guy. Like, he wasn't sure how to handle it. He he earned the position, but he wasn't sure what to do with it, and and that was interesting. But then he, yeah, like you said, he became a douche.
0: Yeah, and I just everything about his character this season I hated. I didn't like the way you know his attitude towards the, the individuals in the office at the beginning of the season. Then he was gone yeah. for a while. Then when he came back, he was still pretty douchey, and then. And then he wanted to become an actor, and that's what the last two, three, four episodes have been about yep. in terms of his character. And yeah. I, I I don't care about that. And it was just
1: all about him. Like, oh, I'm going to burn my bridges. I'm not going to burn my bridges. It's like, he, he was a, like the anti-Michael.
0: I mean, there was some funny stuff. I did find the, the like, what, two or three episodes ago when he's, when... He goes out of his way to make sure that he burns bridges, so that he <laughs> way he can pursue what he needs to pursue. I thought that was kind of funny because yeah, like, you never want to burn your bridges, and then he's he trying hard exactly to make sure I want to do. he's trying hard to make sure that he does. So. <laughs> well, because he was
1: sabotaging himself. Well, he
0: well he was doing what he wanted to do. He wasn't sabotaging himself. Well, no,
1: he was sabotaging against going going for his dream. Like he quit his job, and he's like, "No, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, I'm come yeah, back. Like, yeah, so yeah."
0: He, he he was he was. He burned the bridges, so to speak, so that he wouldn't sabotage himself for his dreams. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then
1: he had to turn into an old man and cry.
0: So, what other TV have we been watching that's wrapping up this year? Before the Community finale, what do you what 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 do you think? We haven't really talked about that either.
1: Um, I, I don't know how I I I
0: thought it was. Excellent. I think it was good. Yeah. I really liked it. It was it was a fun callback to um to you know all the paintball episodes before plus the yeah. evil plus the evil timeline. I really it. I was really, really happy
1: to have the evil timeline back. In fact, like, two or three episodes ago, I was saying I could go for an evil timeline episode because we hadn't had one in a while, and I feel like one was due, and so it was, it was fun to, to harken back to that. And then just what what they did with Jeff Winger's character, I liked, too, how he was growing. You know, that's that's what I like to see in TV shows, is give me some comedy, but also move the characters forward along, move them on a pathway.
0: Yeah, I'll... You know all you hear about this season is how it was a shadow of, a shadow of its former self after Dan Harmon left and I thought it was fine. I yeah. I I I mean called...
1: the, I liked the Muppet episode. I thought that was great. I mean they were still creative with the episodes. Yeah,
0: I thought it was fine. I think people are looking for a reason to I mean my personal opinion is that is that people were looking for a reason to not like the show and you know trying to pick it apart and they were I feel like they were too harsh on it after he left because i like sure there were some episodes that weren't great and i i didn't like the whole the kevin chang thing with chang the whole season i thought that was it was weird i, I thought that was weird and dumb it didn't work and wasn't as funny as i think that the show thought it was going to be i yeah. didn't but for the most part i thought the show was pretty was just as good as it's always been yeah i, I
1: mean i i had a little bit of a problem with the britta Troy relationship but that ended so i think i like
0: this season i would say that i probably like this season more than season one now it's hard for it's it's kind of hard for me to distinguish between one and two because I know we we marathoned one two and three so we did but I remember one was much more of a straight show they they didn't have the weird quirky episodes that they had they, it was they, harder they, to get into they I started feel like. they started that you know I I think season two is when they really mm-hmm. started to hit their stride in terms of doing those quirky episodes and I and I the Christmas episode where they were. Um, where the stop motion. I think that was the Christmas Christmas episode for season two. So, I, th- I think people are overly harsh on this season. Yeah. It wasn't. I seasons two and three were probably better.
1: Yeah, I think the wackiest episode in season one was the paintball episode. That was the season finale. Did they have a paintball episode in season one? I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Because, but, but yeah. So I liked the finale. I thought it was. It was pretty well done and mm-hmm. i i like the you know the you know you got to have a paintball episode every season and this yeah you know it wasn't a full-out war like they always have but yep.
1: yeah and i could see them I, they i was originally skeptical about them going on for one more season but then i realized that only jeff graduated and the rest of the characters well jeff graduated and pierce graduated which we know i mean chevy chase is not yeah gonna it makes have sense the show that any longer. they had pierce graduated but the rest of the characters still have one more semester so I could see the, the show going on for another season. I, w- I was skeptical at first because I forgot that the other characters hadn't hadn't graduated yet. So I was going to say I'm not sure how they're going to handle it, what they're going to do once they're all out of college. But given that the majority of the study group is actually still finishing up but, a semester, I could see them continuing to to continue the show and have it make sense. And I could see Jeff maybe taking a job, like a pro bono job or or, uh, you know, yeah, why, he gonna,
0: why is he going to spend you know time each episode? Like, you know, what's the excuse that they're going to have for him to come back?
1: He'll probably become Greendale's lawyer or something
0: yeah. like that. I think the only way I could really think... I mean, I could be wrong. They can make anything work as long as it's written well. But I think one of the ways that I think it would work the best is if you have him become a teacher or a lawyer or something like if he just comes mm-hmm. back and hangs out with the group for like he needs yeah, to I mean, have there's,
1: there's no reason for him to be in study hall he needs to anymore. have
0: some kind of administrative some kind of a job some, some kind of a reason to come back to greendale yeah so.
1: And we have to remember he's he lives next door to the dean the dean's pretty you know pretty prevalent in the show also so i mean there's ways to bring him in by following the dean a little bit more things like that too
0: one thing i did miss i mean it was never a huge part of the show anyways but one thing i did miss is there was no mention of the air conditioning, got yeah. Um, you know the whole the stuff with Troy this season, that was yeah. all kind of gone. There, was really a liked... vague
1: reference to it in the in the last episode when they were showing the alternate Troy timeline.
0: Yeah, I, I really like John Goodman, and you know he was never in the show about maybe one or two episodes a season, but I always liked, yeah, I always liked him. You know, trying to lure Troy over, and yep. that just the, the idea that you know. This air conditioning is so much more prestigious than the main part of the university, and they not to
1: mention he was actually like a a prodigy child at it, yeah, which was yeah, funny.
0: So, so I missed that, but oh, I have to give a shout out to um, Allison Brie in the in the finale <laughs> in, in the finale. She was the evil Allison Brie from the alternate timeline.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that.
0: She was good. She was good. Yeah, yeah. So, what other TV shows before we move on to the movies? Although we should probably move on because I. We got, uh, you got know, quite a few. We to got talk a number about. of movies, and we want to keep this at about an hour. But anything else for TV wise? So, what do we got? Uh, that's MythBusters up. just started up. So that's I mean MythBusters is MythBusters. Have you have that you... back? 10th mean, season... Wait, is
1: it? Ten season or twelve? Tenth anniversary, twelfth season 10th technically. It's the tenth year.
0: They Discovery doesn't like w- like follow like the seasons. Yeah. Like per like se. if you look up the episodes on Wikipedia, it's two thousand ten. Oh, How season, about I Met Your Mother. That's the oh, last one that wrapped yeah. up. That's a big deal. Yeah, I thought the finale was nothing special, and then you see the—I mean, it was—it was a standard episode. I'd say not any funnier, not any less funny than the other episodes. And then, but then you see the mother at the end. We were both disappointed that she's just not what you've been expecting for building up for nine seasons.
1: No, I mean, I've—I've I've heard some other critics say, "Oh, I remember her from Thirty Rock. I liked her in that, so I'm sure she's going to be good in this." And to be honest, I don't remember her from Thirty Rock.
0: No, so, no. What? Yeah, and we watched it, but I mean, it's been a while now. I don't remember what season they said she was in, but yeah. The the really interesting thing we'll see how they pull it off is that the next season is for sure the last they've said, and it's going to take place over the entire weekend, yeah. or over over the whole season is going to be over one weekend, the Barney's wedding weekend. Yeah. So yeah, which
1: I imagine they might stretch it out and have it start am... on Thursday. At least it's going to be Friday through Sunday.
0: I wonder if the original plan was to have barney's wedding be the end of this season i always felt like it was going to be the wedding was oh, i be.
1: did too i think because i mean they've been teasing it and we've been seeing scenes yeah. from it for two seasons now is,
0: is the next se- yeah that's right or even because i remember they teased that he met the mother at a wedding and and we spent a whole yeah it has been two i think it was the end of th- yeah three seasons ago yep yep the, because the, like very very last episode because, because we didn't know whose wedding it was yep then, then you learn that it's last Barney season, and Robin. Yeah, at the, like towards the end of last season, you learn it's Barney and Robin. Then all of this season, you knew it was Barney and Robin, and then you didn't. Still didn't get to the wedding. And yep. then next season is gonna be is it's gonna be over one weekend? Is is the season? Do you know if it's gonna be a full season or if it's gonna be like a 12, 13 episode season? Because I could so see that. I, I, I could heard see a 12, some, 13 episode season working over a three I heard some weekend. discussion
1: of it earlier today, actually, on a, on a different show and they mentioned 23 episodes so now i haven't read that anywhere so you know i could be misquoting here but i heard it was a full season okay so well
0: we'll see we'll see we'll have to wait and see guess that wraps up And,
1: and they also mentioned really quick too that uh in a previous episode i think last season maybe it would have been in the victoria arc when ted was in that south frampton area Mm-hmm. which they showed like multiple signs for that place in the in the finale mm-hmm. that we saw the mother then and just didn't know it was her so now i want to go back and look through some footage and see if that's the case if it's just her boots that you see in the umbrella or if you actually see her
0: oh i have like heard from of behind i don't but... think so because i i read an article that, that they just that they've that only they just cast her they only just casted her so yeah,
1: so it might have been a shot from behind or something but it it was what with respect to the room, you know, we've met the roommate of her yeah. before, and then we've seen her feet walking around, like her bare mm-hmm. feet at, coming out of the shower or whatever. But um, it, somebody was saying that they thought there was more footage of her elsewhere, but it was probably from behind. I doubt yeah, it was a face. It had to have been
0: from behind, I'm sure. I'm sure, because I think they only just recently cast that role, so. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see in the fall how that goes. I'm mm-hmm. a baby by then. That's crazy. I know. We'll have a baby when Breaking Bad starts. That's crazy. Yes, we will. Not when Dexter's... not before
1: Dexter. Well, possibly. Well, if, if... Dexter's a week before our due date, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. Who so knows? Potentially. <laughs> so, I guess we'll move on to the movies. We, this was going to be just a summer list, but looking at the list of movies, I, when I was writing these down, we've pretty much seen a, a movie every weekend since going back to March. That's so good. I,
1: we need to get him in before baby. So, I
0: made it a spring-summer spring list, and then... And then the, this, the second part of this series you know, that we will we'll record yeah. later in the summer will be, you the know, part two summer. following the rest of the summer, which will have my most anticipated movie in a long time, Man of Steel. Do, 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 do. That's not the theme anymore.
1: I know, but still.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so, so, so what do we got here? First, Oz the Great and Powerful. That yeah. opened in March. So I don't remember what day. Some it was in. Let's see here. So, we, so our March movies are Oz the Great and pa- Powerful. And G.I. Joe Retaliation. So, those are the two movies we saw in March. Yep. So, it's been a little while. It's been a couple yeah, of months. I,
1: I remember enough about Oz, though, to say that I see it as a decent kids movie, but I was disappointed overall.
0: I was... I I liked it. I, I liked it more than you. I really liked the opening bit with the, the black and white portion I of agree the... With
1: you then. I agree with you on that.
0: ...of the movie. And then I also... I also liked the movie. Like, he, he lands in Oz. We meet Mila Kunis, and I actually did not know that she was gonna. Spoilers for all of the movies we're gonna talk about, by the way. Um, that that's be obvious. We, that we yeah, we spoiled everything. We don't deal <laughs> in non-spoilers in this show. That's we only we spoil everything. So, yeah. so I didn't know that Mila Kunis was gonna actually be the Wicked Witch. I actually figured it was gonna be um the Rachel Weiss. Yeah. Um who would somehow transform and become evil? But so I, I didn't see that. I mean, I guess narratively, I probably should have, because that's afterwards. You're like, oh well, that's that makes that's sense. Obvious, kind but of thing. yeah. But you know, hindsight is. But I, I didn't see it happening, and but I liked, I liked Mila, Mila Kunis. And then I liked her up until she actually changed. Like after she became the Wicked Witch, yeah. I didn't like her character anymore. I, I feel agree. like all her character did, did was just scream. Yep. And it yeah. was really annoying. I, after, I completely agree.
1: I th- And I think the last third of the movie in particular was really predictable. And I think that's where I had the majority of my problems. But up until then, I mean, I thought the, the China doll character was interesting um, and different. I'm not familiar with the original book. So they could have been stealing it f- verbatim from the book and I wouldn't know because I hadn't yeah, read it. Well,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm only familiar with the original Wizard of Oz. I've actually only read the original once i think i haven't read any of the other Mm -hmm. books and there's you know 12 13 books um so yeah they could yeah
1: and i just there were periods of time where i thought the cgi was not great i thought when uh he first lands in oz and he's in the swampy jungle area with all the flowers i know it's supposed to be vibrant i know it's supposed to look like a different world but to me it just looked incredibly fake and it, it looked like horrible cgi to me like it just didn't blend the images with the cgi i thought it looked I, I just didn't like the look of it at all, and I thought the same thing like uh, with some of the flying in the balloon. I thought it was see, when he flying around la- too far, too much, or I don't know. I just I didn't care for the CGI
0: work. When he first landed, I thought it looked decent, and we saw this movie in three D. Yeah. Um, we we have a rule that we only see movies in three D if they were originally filmed in three D. And Oz was filmed in three D. The other movies we saw, what else have we seen? That was. I think looking at this list, only the next one was Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else, I think everything else but Pain and Gain was released in three D. But we only saw Oz in three D and Great Gatsby. But I thought yeah. I thought the CGI was okay, but I never thought it was. I never thought it was believable. I mean, part part of that is that this world isn't. We know this world doesn't exist, so yeah, I feel like it'd be hard to. And it might
1: be a little nod to to the technicolor of Wizard of but, Oz, but. But even I still that, didn't care for even it. Even that
0: argument doesn't hold up, I don't think, because, like, Lord of the Rings, I think a lot of the CGI holds up. I think a lot it doesn't. There's movies, that, those movies are so long that there can be a lot that does and a lot of that doesn't. There's, yeah. yeah, they're so long, but, like, that movie I could see being, that movie kind of seems, re- the setting, like, the locations seem kind of real, even though, mm-hmm. but I, th- I think a part of that is that they filmed a lot of that in New Zealand for Lord of the Rings, so... At first, I was using it to go against my argument, but now I'm kind <laughs> of flip-flopping mind. on that. But
1: I, I think part of my problem with this movie is I went into it with pretty high expectations because of the original Wizard of Oz, and it just didn't have the heart and the story that the original yeah. Wizard of Oz did. It didn't have the charisma. It didn't have the characters. I mean, like I said, I, I like the China Doll character, but she wasn't like super developed, and the monkey, I mean, he was he was there for some comic relief, but he wasn't really a developed character at all. And when you look back at the original Wizard of Oz, you've got so many great characters. And, I mean, I don't know. Zach Braff, I feel like they just could have done more with him. I actually
0: liked that character. The I forget the name of the mo- monkey character, but I liked that character. They just
1: could have done more with it, though.
0: I um, feel like he was
1: underdeveloped or underutilized.
0: Yeah, I think most of my problem really has to do with the... The witches and their motivations. All, yeah, I um, agree. Because, and the annoying thing is the witch... The, Especially the
1: sister witch who's, like, told, tells her other sister, oh, he doesn't want you, he left, or whatever. Yeah, and well, then she just immediately turns evil after that? Like, we, come on. Well, yeah, that gets
0: into part of my whole huge problem is that this wicked, the wicked witch that everybody's supposed to fear, she's... I... Usually, I'm... I'm just oblivious to feminist things or anything but it's annoying to me that her whole motivation she just becomes this character the wicked witch because she just is scorned by a man and like not yeah. some other sort of deep tragedy just that this that she incorrectly thinks that he doesn't like her and then yep. she just is she feels scorned and then she just becomes this, yeah. the wicked witch and that's I, I thought that was Kind of annoying and a little disrespectful to that character. Like that character, at least the the in the original Wizard of Oz, she's so menacing that they you should have come up with a better, more tragic, more mm-hmm. s- mo- s- something more than just that. Oh, this this she guy, was scorned. This, she thinks she's scorned. this guy that I like doesn't like me. And, and to and... to add
1: fuel to that fire, she had only known him for like a day. Yeah, like he literally was with her and helped her like keep quiet from the the evil monkeys or whatever he basically like saved her life a little bit and then from that point on she was like okay we're soulmates i'm ready to be with you forever and they spent like one campfire together yeah and he he even played the oh here's my music box thing on her
0: but that the movie just doesn't have it was i liked it better than you on our initial watch but it doesn't have rewatchability i have no desire to watch this movie again i agree um so, But
1: I could see kids enjoying it. Like, I could see if you're in the 7, 8, 9, 10 category, I could see kids
0: liking it. Well, it's and, very co- and I
1: recognize that. It's
0: very colorful. There's... Yeah, I could see that, too.
1: And and they don't care if it's predictable. They don't care if the motive... In fact, they, they need, generally, or prefer a simpler plot, a simpler storyline. They could follow it. So, you know, maybe this is written with a little bit younger audience in mind. But still, it wasn't written for kids' kids. It's not like a little kid movie. Yeah. So...
0: So, let's give our number of scores out of 10. I give this movie a 6.
1: I think my original score for it was a 5.5. And, and
0: that's what you're sticking with? Well,
1: because I have to compare it to other movies on the list, relatively speaking, um, I'll
0: go with a 6. Alright. Alright. So, not a very good endorsement, but I, I thought it was worth at least one watch. But mm-hmm. it doesn't have any rewatchability for me. So... Next, moving on to G.I. Joe Retaliation. So, what did you think?
1: As I was watching it, I had a good time. I thought there's some decent action. There's some different scenes, uh, like the cliff scene, I thought was pretty interesting. In general, I recognize that there's plot holes, but I was okay with it, because I went in with that expectation of just to see kind of a fun summer action movie, and it delivered on that aspect. Um, But once you start to pick apart the plot, you soon realize that the plot is poorly written and there's gaps all over the place and there's characters that just don't belong.
0: Yeah, overall. But I enjoyed myself watching it. As time goes by, I hate this movie even more. I didn't like (laughs) it while I was watching it. And I went in, partly because I went in, the trailer for this movie I thought made it look really, really good. I mean, even the trailers that we saw last summer when it was originally supposed to come out. Yeah. Um... Right, because it was supposed to the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was last June, I believe.
1: June thirtieth, I think, was the original release yeah, date. So I something remember around that.
0: The trailers made this movie look really good. You got the, you, have, you mm-hmm. do have, you know you you do see the cool cliff scenes and yeah and I thought and we the, expected
1: it to be Eon's better than the original.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's correct as well. And then the trailer also shows awesome scenes about you know that um that Cobra takes over the White House and you see the the cobra flags like draped from the white house yeah. the trailer just made it look really awesome and then the movie i thought it was just pure garbage i don't like like i like it even less than than i even did i mean i think when we came out of the movie i gave it a six i think you know and which which would put it on par with wizard of oz but i man i would that. it's like a four so
1: where do you rank it relative to the Hobbit? because you came out disliking the Hobbit.
0: And the more I like time has the... gone
1: by, you've decided like it... that you dislike The Hobbit even more. So how do
0: they compare? I would give The Hobbit, like, a five and a half, I think. I would give this a four. Okay. Like, I do This movie...
1: I have to say, I mean, I think it looked good, what we saw. I think the f- cinematography was there. I think I, there I were guess, some interesting shots. I, think, I the... think there was some good action. I I think Dwayne Johnson I was, was good in it.
0: Yeah, that that's... I mean, that's I mean, why he,
1: it... was, he was the... the, the by far the star of That's the, why movie, the movie, gets a without a doubt. If it wasn't
0: for The Rock, because The Rock is actually, I'm finding he's more and more charismatic. Like I, I find my like he's getting better. My, with I find myself every movie enjoying every role that I see him in, and we're all, yeah. we're gonna talk about Pain and Gain, and he was awesome in that too. So yeah, The Rock was good, but he was the. I think I would go so far as to say he was literally the only good thing about this movie. There's nothing else I liked about it. The yeah. music wasn't good. The cinematography was serviceable i think There was nothing special it wasn't even great i was even disappointed in the in the mountaintop scene i'm not it's a little bit harder for me to, to articulate why i'm not sure just i think just because it wasn't exciting to me even though it should have mm-hmm. been they were you know you know hanging from hooks flying around the mountain yeah i mean going from mountain to mount, cliff cliff edge to cliff edge trying to transport stuff it just wasn't even that wasn't exciting to me and i don't know there, and, and there
1: wasn't a lot of like with with snake eyes in it I would expect to see a lot more martial arts. He only had, like, the one scene.
0: But I hated, absolutely hated, the new people that The Rock's working with. Well, I mean, The Rock is new to this movie, too. So the whole yeah. G.I. Joe cast is, is, is new because they kill off all the G.I. Joe cast earlier. And, and Did they
1: kill off Duke, too?
0: Yeah. Or not Duke. Um,
1: The the
0: character that Dennis Quaid played. I, I don't remember if he was killed off in the first... I mean, he wasn't in this movie, and he wasn't killed yeah, off remember. at the beginning. He just wasn't in it. So either he... Yeah. Either he was killed off in the first one and I can't remember, or he just, or he just wasn't in it. Yeah, and, I,
1: I, I think it was miscasting opportunities but for sure.
0: It was so dumb. I, because um, Shane Tatum's in this movie and they set up a bunch of scenes at, early on with the friendship between um the Rock's character and Shane Tatum's character Duke. Yeah. And you know, I think the movie literally opens or after a little opening montage, one of the very first scenes you see is. Them, you know, being buddy buddy at the mm-hmm. Rock's house with and the then, Rock's
1: kids, so with, it's like endearing.
0: Yeah, and then so you have all these scenes set up, and then they're not paid off in any way at all. He, they just blow them up. But... dies, and all the scenes were wasted. They, there was no, you know, it's not like the Rock was trying to get redemption for them or for Duke, yeah, for yeah. Duke specifically. I mean, he was trying well, to because it was
1: the, it was the Rock's kids that Duke was playing with. If they were Duke's kids, it might be a little bit different. You might might feel a little bit differently. But... I just don't
0: even think Channing Tatum needed to be in the movie. But I think it, if I think he should have been. I think if I think a movie with Channing Tatum and The Rock, if Channing, if if they didn't kill him off, would have made for a much better movie. Oh, I agree. But
1: I wonder if there's some some role issues though. But with the movie with as The Rock being such a chari- charismatic character, I don't know that I don't know if Channing Tatum could hold his own with The Rock.
0: But with the movie as is. Shane Tatum didn't even need to be in it. They could have oh. just cut his role out and it would have played fine. And, mm-hmm. I mean, would
1: have been a shorter movie too because then you could have cut out about 10 or 15 minutes of other
0: footage that you didn't need. The the girl and the guy with the, who are the main G.I. Joe cast, awful, horrible actors. I didn't like them. The plot, the... With now, the, the guy who played the president, I think, did reasonably well. It playing, was okay. Playing the
1: good guy and the bad guy. I, I actually think he did a good job at that. I found...
0: I don't know. I found... I actually found him cheesy. I didn't find him very menacing as he should be Mm -hmm. um and he's not the best villain and i thought it was it was much more of a cartoony take on the white house being taken over like i was kind of wasn't
1: believable at all i was
0: excited i mean i guess i don't know like the g.i.g movies is not going to be believable anyways but in the trailers i i got kind of excited seeing the white house taken over because you're like oh shit the white house got taken over like this is the united states like that just doesn't happen like it's funny that
1: you're saying that given the two like True White House terrorist movies that also came out this year, or one still, the, still to come.
0: And we, which has Shane Tatum, or the, the one yeah. coming, the one opening, I believe. Olympus there's White House,
1: Olymp, there's a, what was it?
0: White House Down, and Olympus Down. has fallen, yeah. and I can't remember which one of them has. Olympus
1: has fallen is still coming, it hasn't come out yet. Shane
0: Tatum's in one of them. Um, yeah. the Roland, the rolling Emmerich on one, whichever one that one is, but, but yeah, I, I, it just wasn't really believable, and in my mind. The, in, I don't know. In, in my mind, I was like, where is the rest of the military? But yeah. you, you, you kind of have to suspend that, I guess, for the G.I.G. movie and think, well, the Joes are... The Joes are the elite. The, it's, the entire military. They're like the Navy
1: SEALs. They're, but, the, they're the best of the best. And, you know, we haven't even addressed the Firefly character.
0: There wasn't any memorable... Yeah, there was no... There was no... I didn't like any of the covert characters. The president, I thought, was stupid. Firefly was stupid. I thought... What are the other cobra characters? I, I, with Shadow, Shadow Fox is that the the white ninja? I don't remember. He's kind of cool, but then they show these scenes with um with what's his face from the Wu Tang Clan, who's like the who is like the mentor to to um Snake Eyes and Shadow Fox, or I'm probably getting Shadow Fox wrong, but the white the white cobra guy, and mm-hmm. they showed they showed his a bunch of scenes with. Oh, now I'm blanking on his name, but the guy from the Wu Tang Clan who played their mentor—he was his, his role was completely useless, yeah. and the entire backstory that they gave with what's his face, the white, the white ninja—it was it was unnecessary, and it, I I don't remember the specifics of it, but I remember thinking it was not needed and. Yeah.
1: I think we've hated on this movie enough and should just move on.
0: Well, was there anything else? Oh, I guess the last thing is, again, even though we we, we praised The Rock, this isn't t- necessarily his fault. It's the writing, but G.I. Joes are, pre- are considered good guys for the yeah. most part. And then at the end, he just throws that – or I can't remember if he throws the grenade or he lets the grenade. Like, he let Firefly die when he could have saved him. And I, I thought, well, that, that's not what a, a G.I. Joe would do. And that really annoyed me that he was just fine with – Part. I mean, I guess yeah. you know you can argue that he's a that he was a bad guy, so he 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 deserved to got to die. But if that's what, but having that that's quote not of, the right having, having that code of morals is what makes GI Joes better, and yeah. so that annoyed me as well. So, so all he, in all,
1: I think it was a, I, I think the action was good. I thought it was enjoyable to watch as long as you went into it as a mindless action movie.
0: And I recommend nobody sees this movie ever. Pretty so harsh. next we'll move on to Oblivion.
1: Now, if you remember, we talked about Oblivion. I don't know. It was either episode one or two, if you've gone back and listened to it. And Cal was looking forward to it, and I was skeptical as can be. I thought, you know, this has the the potential to have a ton of plot holes, the potential to not be a well-fleshed out story, and I wasn't particularly looking forward to it. And I have to admit, I was pleasantly surprised, and it's uh, so far one of my favorite movies that we've seen this summer.
0: I think I agree with you. I think it was my second favorite movie we've seen, just behind Star Trek, um, Into Darkness. And it was. I think this movie's this movie's got dogged on by the critics, but I felt like it was an excellent movie. I I
1: liked it visually.
0: I I, thought it was I think inc-
1: there was a weak link in the movie.
0: Oh, of course the. But I
1: still liked it, the white
0: Olga Olga whatever her
1: something with a K. I think.
0: She, yeah, she's. A horrible actress, she has no charisma, there was no chemistry between Tom Cruise. Yeah,
1: I don't remember her from Quantum of Solace, being one of the Bond
0: girls, uh, not well, that, that part was, to me. That movie's horrible too, Quantum of <laughs> Solace was a piece of garbage also, so, it's no. Like, I don't remember... I, I don't think I would call it a piece of garbage,
1: I know you weren't a big, the biggest fan of it, but piece of garbage is a little harsh, well, I, are, I think you're being a
0: little harsh. These are all my opinions, so... You're, you're
1: entitled to your opinion, but you need to back it up.
0: Mmm... Well, I don't we're know. not going to go on a quantum well, of discussion, saw, but we haven't seen it. We only saw it, I only saw it in the theater, but I remember there was literally nothing I liked about it. So that's a piece of garbage in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like literally nothing. I don't I don't remember anything I liked. not one piece of praise I can give that movie. All
1: right. Well, let's not talk about that. That's not the point. I, don't, I honestly don't well, remember don't, enough about a, the movie. But a little side I...
0: tangent. But if you're going to call me out for saying that it's well, not... because I,
1: I even if you don't enjoy a movie because you don't like its plot or whatever, to call it a piece of garbage, I mean, you really have to have poor everything. I mean, I think a movie's really got to be bad to be, call it a piece of garbage. I kind of find that a little disrespectful unless you've got solid reasoning and it's been long enough and you only saw the movie once. You're going based on, on yeah. shaky memory. I, I, I think you're being a little harsh, that's all. Well,
0: I that's how I feel. So okay. garbage it is. And so, but Oblivion, I think, had... A little condescending, too. Well, what, what? I'm I'm not claiming that I can make a better film. Condescending is like kind of by definition the condescending is you're kind of putting them down, you're a little bit better than them. I couldn't make my my version of, of Condomissals would be garbage also. Okay. Way, I mean That's it would fine. be fine.
1: Let's move on to Oblivion. We're, we're at 40 minutes already. <laughs> well, but you call <laughs> me out but then you don't want to give me time, ta- but
0: you don't want to take the time to talk about it at all. I mean, there is Well, isn't. I
1: don't think our listeners care. So, well, but, let's move on. But it's
0: me and you talking. That's the point.
1: Yeah. We're still putting on the show.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. It's but you you call me out for not being able to to back it up and I try to talk about it and you kinda Well,
1: I guess I'm I'm calling you out for being more disrespectful because I I think to have seen a movie once several years But if you ago think it's horrible movie And to like, call it a piece of garbage So it, what it so just seems disrespectful to me. I
0: think it was a very bad movie. Okay. I, I I'm just trying to think like so what would be the respectful way of saying it. i think it was horrible i don't i feel like my life was worse for seeing it
1: that's exactly all you need to say you said it right there
0: i i was joking because i think that that is even more harsh like my life isn't really affected by seeing it but by saying <laughs> by saying it's worse whatever but um so where were we at we're oh. talking about oblivion Ob- oblivion yeah i i think that movie just was visually it was very it was a good-looking movie I like the storyline. I thought Tom Cruise did really well. I think the main woman—I forget her name—but the, the Tom Cruise's coworker, who he's—you have a—you know—you get the sense they're coworkers, but they also have a relationship. Uh, yeah,
1: they're an the effective ma- team. They're
0: not—they're not married or anything, but um, or at least the I well,
1: they, they live together.
0: Yeah, they—they
1: they bang. I'm
0: not sure if they're like if they would categorize themselves as as an official couple. I guess like would if if yeah. you ask those characters, would you say like. We are together as a couple. I'm not sure they would. The movie didn't. But, I don't know. But it the doesn't movie, really matter. Well, it kind of does. Oh, well, how they define themselves? I don't know. Well, it, it it matters to me in my mind. So, how do these characters relate to each other? What are What is their relationship to each other? How I mean, it, it, how much does she hurt when this other woman comes back? And
1: and I don't think that they were on the same page as far as the relationship goes. I think that's part of the problem. Is they. She wanted him more than he wanted her. I don't. I see. I don't think so. I think I do, because that's why she was so hurt when when she saw that he was with the other chick.
0: I don't remember her being hurt.
1: She like you could see it in her face when she she felt betrayed when he came back with 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 the other girl. She locked him out. Then they stopped being an effective team, and shortly after, oh, she was no, incinerated. Oh That was
0: after wasn't she left him out because he went against protocol and endangered? I forget the exact plot point, but he endangered. It wasn't. She was. She was kind of upset at that point, also. But I think she,
1: I think she wanted him more
0: than he wanted her. Oh, I didn't get that sense. Oh, I definitely did. So, so I guess it does matter. You say it doesn't matter, but you had you had thoughts as well regarding regarding that relationship. Well, I guess
1: I don't care if they if they if they consider themselves boyfriend or girlfriend, but I do, you know, want to know how they view one another.
0: I kind of do because it it affects like you have to you know sometimes you have to infer things because it's not put directly on screen for you, and that's good. And I think that's a good thing a lot of the times. And so in this case, was it a hard decision for Tom Cruise to be like? Th- for her to say i'm your wife and then for him to learn that it's actually true was it a hard decision to to you know choose to be with her versus choosing to be with the his 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 coworker you know is that hard for him and we don't we we kind of have to infer i don't think the movie's kind of by the time it gets to that it, far along in the plot it's kind of it's kind of um it's kind of moving at a at, at a little bit faster See, I, pace i i
1: think they hint at that She's always wanted him, and he's always been somewhat distant because he's has he has these dreams of this other woman. Oh, I didn't. Get and I that. think there there's even mention of that where she's like, "You're always so far away." Or I don't know. I feel like there was mention of it some some somewhere in the movie where she references that there are times when she feels like she can't connect to him. He's because he's still connected somewhere else.
0: Oh, I didn't get that. But... So
1: that's why I got the impression that she was more into him. Than he was able to be with her. Not that he didn't want to be, but he was still stuck on this other idea, this mm-hmm. other woman whom he'd never met before.
0: Mm-hmm. So, moving on from there, I think the music was really excellent as well. Yeah, the
1: music, the imagery. I liked the that there was a romance aspect to the science fiction film. Granted, I, I agree with your assessment of um, Olga. I think that they should have... Number one, I think they could have gone with someone who was a little bit more attractive, or done her up a little bit differently. She was just very tomboy esque And number two, her her acting was just, she didn't have any screen presence. She just wasn't there for me. I, I just didn't didn't really mm. care for her. But otherwise, I I enjoyed the film quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I I enjoyed it immensely. I would give it you know I think I initially mm-hmm. said I'd give it a seven. I'd probably give it like a seven and a half.
1: Yeah, I. There was one part that I got a little bit confused on with the savages and the plot and the the tet that um, when we discussed it, it made more sense to me. So I I, I think in watching it, I, I must have missed something that Samuel L. Jackson's character said because when I first oh, walked Morgan out of the Freeman? film, I was or Morgan Freeman, yeah. When I when I first walked out of the film, I had a little bit of confusion, but then you and I talked and I realized that I had just missed a plot point.
0: But it's a gorgeous looking movie. It's going to look great as a Blu-ray um yeah i look forward to it i don't think there's i don't really have anything else to say on that do you just i enjoyed it quite a bit so moving on to pain and gain which was the next movie we saw actually no we saw those on the same day we saw we did double feature yeah we saw pain and gain the same day we immediately after the oblivion um was after oblivion was over and i liked the movie but it doesn't have a whole lot of rewatchability
1: Yeah, it has no rewatchability for me. I was lukewarm on the movie. And the reason I was lukewarm on the movie, and I think other critics have said this too, is because the main characters as people are just inherently unlikable. But they make a lot of jokes, and they make light of some really heinous acts that these guys commit. And so I feel like the movie has some tone issues where it's it's trying to be serious and dramatic but then it's also trying to be funny and those two pieces rather than meshing together i think they clash and so i just had problems throughout the movie thinking am i supposed to laugh or is this is this supposed to be funny because they're they're acting it kind of funny but what they're actually doing to this guy the torture that they're doing is really really horrible like i just i i felt this internal conflict because i didn't quite know how the movie wanted me to respond
0: yeah yeah, I liked The Rock a lot in this movie. Okay. I, I, again, um, I thought he was really good. I really liked He Mark. was
1: like much better in this than G.I. Joe. Because I, I think the part that he had was a lot better.
0: Yeah, I, I think just because the movie is better, I would say there really wasn't much I could complain about The Rock and G.I. Joe either. Mm-hmm. I, really, I, I enjoyed him there, like I said. But here, the movie, I inherently liked quite a bit more. And... I, I liked it more than you. I agree it doesn't have much rewatchability I, if if I happen to see it on Netflix or whatever and I'm doing something around the house, I'd probably put it on it. it's it's definitely just isn't I don't know the story it's the story is interesting once but it's once you know yeah. the story and, and you know yep. how things play out, it becomes you know it just doesn't have that the air of fun isn't there? Yeah, and I so think it's the... worth
1: watching once because it, it does start off kind of fun. But the more I watched it, the more I was like, "Ooh, this is not fun." But it's fun, you know. Like there's some truly funny scenes where you think, "Man, these guys are just so stupid." The things that they're doing, like when they return the chainsaw to the the Home Depot store mm-hmm. and it has like a piece of scalp or hair stuck in it, that's funny. But then when you think about it and you realize that this is based on a true story, it's not so funny anymore. You're like, "Oh, that's." true like that that's not funny
0: yeah because they
1: i mean they show you the receipt In, in the credits they show you like true to life you know pictures of evidence and stuff so they they show you that the criminals actually tried to do that and then i'm like oh that's that's not funny at all
0: and it's a pretty fascinating story yeah and so it was interesting to go along the story and i like you know, sometimes I really want to just sit down and, you know, you we just, we just get out of Oblivion, which has slow, lingering scenes that let you enjoy the, you know, the beauty of the cinematography. And this movie is yeah. just fast and chaotic and the Michael Bay editing, and I really... Yeah, but and, it still
1: had classic Michael Bay look to it. I mean, I have never seen a strip club look so good.
0: Oh, yeah, he knows how to film things I and mean, just make, like, he knows how to film everything. It makes it look sleek and sexy and yeah. and everything, and so... um.
1: It's worth a watch, once. but nobody's but... really
0: likable. The problem with this movie, one of the problems which takes away from the rewatchability, is that nobody's really all that likable. Even the Rock's character, everybody, even even the person, even Tony Slub's character, who th- who they kidnap, they don't make him likable. So yeah, I mean, you know, you people, nobody deserves to be kidnapped. But yeah, I
1: think Rebel Wilson, I think she, her character is the only one that I thought was like a likable person.
0: Yeah, but even then, she's likable, but she's such a uh insignificant part yeah, of the movie, yeah. and I The mean, Rock she, starts off. She like... testifies at the end, so that's you know yeah. kind of important. But she's just the girl f- for the majority of the movie. She's mm-hmm. just the girlfriend of one of the guys. Yeah, and... which is
1: it's kind of a waste because Rebel Wilson is funny. I mean, she's really funny. So I'm I'm looking forward to her her. I don't know if it's a show or, or TV. I can't remember, but she's got something coming coming out like Girls Night or something like that.
0: And I'm I want to look more into. So I guess the next movie. We'll talk about his Iron Man three. Oh, I I, I don't think I, I gave a score. I would give Pain and Gain a um I would I would give it a uh, six and a half. I'll go with that six six actually I'd give it six and three quarters. Okay,
1: so, I, I I actually agree with you on that. We're we're coming up with the same numbers, which is funny because when we first saw these movies we disagreed, but we're we're converging.
0: Well, I think you came up on Pain and Gain a little bit. Like I think that's always kind of where I was. Like. I think you're actually. I think you
1: came down a little bit. I think you were at a seven or a seven and a half after no, we No,
0: I, I, I. Maybe a seven, but I don't think I ever wanted to put it at seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And
1: I think I might have had it at a six and a half, so but I'm not
0: compromising too much. Iron Man 3, a step above pure garbage.
1: Iron Man 3 was, again, it was another fun movie. I mean, there's a lot of action.
0: I give it a five and a half. But Already, I'll, I'll put that out in the uh, like that movie. Like some movies, it's, just
1: it's Iron Man three is well above G I Joe retaliation. Like well above G I Joe. What did I give G I Joe?
0: I think I, th- I, think I gave it a four. I said that movie was yeah. That movie is pure garbage. Well, and this
1: one you gave it a step above garbage.
0: So okay. I gave this one a five and a half. I think I said five mm-hmm. five and a half.
1: I but... enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Oz. So oh,
0: I would I would go I would watch Oz before this. Oh no, this no would be, I would watch Iron Man. This movie. As is kind of staying stagnant in my mind, it's not getting worse, it's not getting better. It just was. I, I, I kind of enjoyed it at the theater. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but not immensely, but it hasn't really like gotten worse or better in my mind. Mm-hmm. Iron Man three only came out a couple weeks ago, and it just keeps getting. The more you think about a movie, sometimes you know, it's like, man, I really did like that movie, or like, you know, we just rewatched Super Eight last night, and it's like, man, Super Eight was really good. Yeah. Iron Man three, just the more, the more I can think about it since it's been out. It's been out for two, three weeks now. It's just the worse it gets. I just do.
1: See, I. I am willing to overlook, uh, Iron Man 3 has its problems, but I'm willing to overlook a lot of it, just because I had fun, I enjoyed myself while I watched it, and to me, that's enough of a redeeming factor, like, even if a movie has some, some holes and some problems, which I recognize, there are some big ones in Iron Man 3, there's some some behavioral issues with Tony Stark's character that I think were just, shouldn't have been written in, I mean, they wrapped up the stuff that happened with Pepper Potts way too easily, the whole, the whole epilogue of this movie is, is not but... good at all i but in general i enjoyed myself when i was watching it and that that right there is enough to give a movie credit
0: i didn't really enjoy the second half of the movie the more i think about it i might have i, don't, I can't remember, i can't remember what i said when we walked out of there but i remember the first half being decent but i pretty much anything pretty much like what would i consider to be the start of the second half i guess or, like pretty much anything's anything after the big reveal no, pretty much anything after he leaves the town, the small town, or mm-hmm. the... Like, I liked the stuff. Actually, I, I so know exactly... So you exact, like the attack on the no, house? No, I know exactly where I started to really just... This movie started to lose me, is the is when they had the extremist soldiers attack them in the town. Mm-hmm. The, from pretty much from there on, I, I was gone. I was...
1: That wasn't necessary. I, I agree but with I mean, you there. No, they I'm, didn't, they didn't saying, need to even have that happen.
0: But that, that's like the point from from pretty much from there on out i wasn't really a fan mm-hmm. and it's the first half i would say the first half i would say was pretty good i didn't really care for the the way they open the movie with and you learn at the end that it's um you know you know he's sort of having a makeshift therapy session with uh bruce banner but even that's a post-credit sequence
1: mm-hmm.
0: so ignoring that You didn't like the voiceover? Yeah, the movie is framed. You know, it's bookended. You you, you know, it has the the start and the end with him talking to us. And, number one, at the opening of the movie, it kind of takes away the tension because you know he's okay. He's talking to us. And then he makes it out of that situation. And then, number two, at the end of the movie, I don't know, it just didn't work. Partially because most of the narrative, like, a lot of it I didn't like. That's it's 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 at that point that we learn that he apparently could have just had this surgery to get the you know the shrapnel out of his chest all along and he just never did it and so mm-hmm. it was it was that part of the voiceover so the beginning I didn't like because it took away some tension because you know he's gonna be okay and the end I didn't like just because this you know they just wrap up. Oh, I took care of Pepper. No problem. Oh, I got the shackle out of my chest. No problem. And yeah. that was all wrapped I, up.
1: I didn't like the way they wrapped up the end. I liked the concept at the beginning. I liked the voiceover, actually. Oh, I I liked that he was telling us a story. I don't care if he was alive or He could have been posthumously telling us a story. It could have been somebody who was reading a letter that he wrote or whatever. I mean, it, you you can't make the assumption that you know that you know he's okay. And voiceover doesn't mean the person's actively talking to you they're going to be voiceover from the dead. So I, I disagree with you on that. And I actually like that he was talking about a previous time and kind of going back in his life and hearkening back to um, even a pre-Iron Man 1 era. I liked that. so but... And that worked for me. And, I mean, I, I have problems with uh, the big Mandarin reveal, not just because I read Iron Man comics, but just because I think the Mandarin was a better villain. Like, well, I... He was a str- much stronger villain. There's... And I thought he was scary as a terrorist. Like I thought that was a great villain. So when they revealed him to not really be a villain at all and it was just this white dude, you know, this yeah, I completely this businessman. Agree. I I thought that was crap.
0: I mean, there's so many problems, I'm not going to talk about them all, but the mandarin is a huge problem. They he was menacing before the reveal and I thought he was he was a really good menacing character. I was I could feel the tension in mm-hmm. you know, then you know, they show the scene with him she, shooting the shooting the individual it's off screen and the president reacting and that this guy is a threat that iron a real world threat that iron man's mm-hmm. gonna have to take out then you find out that's all fake so i do i don't like it in terms of the movie narrative but i also just don't like it just i guess just being a comic fan even though i don't read iron man i've never read a mandarin i've never read I've, i don't even know what the mandarin exactly lo- looks like in the comic books but so i don't claim to be a mandarin fan but as a comic book fan it annoys me when a character is—I would even—I would say disrespected or you know relegated to they are they essentially saying his comic book origin. This is a comic book movie, but we don't care what his the history of this character is. And I'm not sure when he was introduced, but I know he's been around for quite a while. And I know there's the whole controversy with him being a racist caricature of um, Asian stereotypes and. That whole and so they could have redone it. I think. I think the Ben Kingsley, the way he was when when we thought he was real, I thought that betrayal wasn't really, you know, it 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 wasn't the Asian stereotype. And then,
1: yeah, I thought I thought what they did with that character until the big reveal, I thought was a a nice modern modernization of the comic book character. It wasn't exactly the same, but it was still it was doing it justice until they revealed that it was fake.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I I just was just incredibly annoyed from all levels from just annoyed for the for the fans of that character who have read the stories because he's supposed to be the, i believe the mandarin is like iron man is like luther he's he's the or at least at one point in the he hist- has been in, at one point in the character's history so so the there's there's fans of the mandarin out there and they you know they're they just got crapped on in terms of in terms of their character i mean it's like we like we've talked about i you know i said you know you're a huge bullseye or a huge terrible fan what if they just made bullseye just this? yeah i would
1: definitely have problems so, with it
0: but at, but uh, there's a million other things i don't like but we can probably move on if you want to
1: yeah i guess just when it comes to being a movie critic in general you can't get past plot holes to enjoy a movie i've realized like like, that's where you and I differ. Well, it's not I, just plot holes. Look... It's plot holes. It's tone. It's, it's... I can look past that kind of stuff for the most part. If, like, if as I'm sitting in the seat watching the movie, I'm, I'm actually enjoying myself while I'm watching it, then I can, you know, I, I, didn't. I can recognize I didn't, when there's... though. In
0: the second half of the movie, I, like, I had a... I find it
1: hard to believe that you didn't, like, get any, have any fun or enjoyment when you were watching the, the big scene at the end with all the Iron Man costumes flying around and the action. Like, you didn't enjoy that.
0: There was a spectacle there, but I don't know. I just didn't like Tony wasn't in the suit. It annoyed me that he had all these suits. Why didn't he call him in earlier? We spent so much of this movie him trying to fix that one suit that he crashed in. You thinking, well, his house was destroyed. This is like his last chance. This suit needs to be fixed. Yeah. He's are and then and then I had a whim at the end. He's just like, nope, nope. I got these forty one other, or like, because so yeah. he had, it was forty two, and he, he seven were like in showcases or whatever so like like he had at least like 35 or th- at least 30 he could just like call upon and so that took out a ton of no i i didn't really enjoy it in the theater in the second half of the movie and mm-hmm. it's just gotten even worse and it's
1: well now you know how i felt when i was watching prometheus
0: yeah that's how i felt during yeah prometheus. Sure, yeah definitely but and we and we had, you know, we disagreed last summer. I en- I enjoyed Prometheus quite a bit, and I guess I was able to see. I mean, so that gives you that proof right there that if the tone, if the whole, if the whole package is, if if, if, if I find it enjoyable, I can look past plot holes. I mean, there's tons of stuff in Prometheus that yeah, are. Yeah, I couldn't. So I mean, I couldn't so, get past it. So you, I so really clearly, but, pretty much hated it. But you've got to recognize that. So your statement that I can't get past stuff is not true. If I, if I. No, I
1: think you stew on stew on things though. But if you mm. dislike something, I think it, it just rolls downhill, and then you you grow
0: to hate. Or you it. think about more things that you didn't like. Like there were some things that I didn't. To be honest, some things didn't even occur to me then. It's like annoying yeah. afterwards. The so so the the whole. If su- I don't
1: think of it at the time that I'm watching it, I usually it usually doesn't cloud my score afterwards. I mean,
0: I thought about this afterwards too, and it's been pointed out online as well. Well, no, that the and to be and I just want to say like it's annoying. This whole summer, I feel like I've been. Uh, you know uh what what contrarian or whatever what what do they call um yeah contrarian i think that what's his face mm-hmm. um the one critic always gets labeled that uh, what's what's his name armand white he always yeah. gets, but cuz well, armand
1: white is crazy like because, on his his stuff though
0: well yeah he's extreme like, but you're not at that level by any means but people the critics rave about i mean not everybody doesn't have a perfect score but it's breaking in the money. The, I would say the majority of critics are you know, giving it pretty good scores, but so here's a huge... Yeah, it's, a,
1: it's in the high 70s. Here's a huge Metacritic. thing.
0: So the whole, the, the soldiers uh, plot, the extremists, um, like, uh, Tony went to this small town to try to find out what was going on, because he tracked it down to the dog tags, and then you learn that these, he talks to the mother of one of the soldiers and says, your son didn't do this, he's innocent, it's, it, it was the extremists or whatever, and that your son didn't murder these people like everybody in town says he does. He was used. And so he's like, I'm going to try to, you know, redeem mm-hmm. them or whatever. And so all the extremist soldiers, the whole extremist, everybody who's working for the extremist is a soldier. And at the end of the movie, you know, the climactic scene, Tony isn't trying to redeem them or trying to save, or, you know, trying to. Yeah. He just is killing them left and right. Or they're, or, you know. He gave the
1: order to his Iron Man suits to kill them. So, yeah. I
0: mean, and we. That was the whole reason. Well, the whole reason to go to that small town was to investigate what was going on. And, and then, clear their names. And then clear their names. And
1: I have a hard time believing that they would even participate in that program in the first place. Like, okay, I understand the limer generation, but to then be called upon to blow yourself up sometime later doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you do that as a soldier? Why wouldn't you just go without your arm and then be able to live rather than get your arm back for some or a leg or whatever it is for some indefinite period of time, just to them have to blow yourself up It doesn't make any sense. A, a, a soldier is honorable and and wouldn't do that sort of. Thing,
0: yeah, I agree, so. and that's just one out of t- the pro- one of all the problems I have. So what did I what did I say? I gave it five and a half. I, yeah. s- I stick with that. So and all of these are you know all of these could change. I'd in give a week. it a six or a a six and a half. Yeah, so a six isn't that much higher than what I gave it, and still <laughs> still better. I, you know based on your comments i would if i were to if, knowing I think, that I,
1: what, Obliv- what did i give
0: oblivion did we give it a seven i gave it seven a seven and, and a half. half yeah but um so let's move on to the great gatsby no i think we should wrap it up for now we're right at an hour i say we roll in we'll talk about great gatsby and star trek into darkness next time i think we should
1: okay we can do that we'll save hour.
0: those yeah we're at an hour right now i think it's, it's running a little we don't want to we could go a little long um, yeah, and, and we don't
1: want to do those two movies in justice cuz I know there's plenty to talk about with both of them.
0: Well, to be f- I don't have a ton to talk about with Greg Gatsby, but um but we'll save it for we'll... I'd be curious
1: to see what you'd say about Star Trek Into Darkness now versus a couple of weeks from now because as as I've seen, I think your opinions get more uh negative as time passes. So time, will, time will tell. I what thought you have be... to say about Star Trek. I thought Into that movie was great.
0: So you think yeah, but ob- I,
1: I know you still had issues with it, so. Not that many. Well, we'll talk about that later.
0: Okay. All right, so we'll wrap it up. So that is episode five of Talking Geek in the Books.
1: So why don't you tell everybody how they can reach us?
0: So, I, well, it's funny. We always do that at the, at the end of the podcast. If they're listening to us, they've already reached us. I've well, thought about
1: They haven't contacted so, us. but if, they, if They've found us to listen to you, but they haven't yeah. found us to talk to.
0: Well, we are on iTunes and Stitcher. And you can shoot us an email um, at talkinggeekpodcast.dml.com. We'd love to hear some comments uh, about the show, see, see what you guys are thinking. If you like the show, if you like the format, if you want to see any changes or have any questions for us or any topics you want to hear us talk about, mm-hmm. shoot us an email. You can follow us on Twitter at Talking Geek Podcast. And, or, no, shoot. I think it's just at Talking Geek. Um, you look for either one of those, Talking Geek podcast or at Talking Geek. It's one of those two. <laughs> Although we haven't, truth, truth be told, we haven't been doing much with the Twitter. But you know, we we should be trying to get more active on there. Mm-hmm. So and then, yeah, leave us some 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 reviews on iTunes if you uh, feel like you would like to. Uh, we, we 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 always want to hear. We like
1: feedback, we good or hear, bad.
0: Yeah, whether you like the show, whether you like the. Hey,
1: and if it's a piece of garbage, <laughs> feel free to tell us
0: yeah yeah i would like to hear it and if, um it if doesn't mean
1: we'll change anything
0: but well 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 we probably wouldn't because we're not <laughs> there isn't much we're doing i mean what what do they say just stop because if we stopped we there really isn't anything special we're doing so if they say yeah. you know just stop doing the podcast altogether, <laughs> and i would say just
1: stop listening <laughs>
0: yeah so all right everyone uh we'll end on that high note so we'll thanks see for you next listening
1: time. and stay geeky